0: <laughs> I don't know. Your, your okay. podcast will be hit or not. Let's yeah. see. Exactly. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs>
1: wow. Okay, okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hurdy Gurdy Cafe, an hour of interviews, music, and camaraderie. I'm Ryan, and I'll be your host along this crazy adventure through the land of the wheel fiddle. So strap in, and let's see what's cranking in the hurdy-gurdy community today. Let's see what we can do. Everybody ready? Yeah, sure. Okay, so here we go. So we're recording. Uh, Three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, back to the Hurdy-Gurdy Cafe. We're here with a very special guest, whom I'm sure you all know, Michelina, and we have Sergio here as well. Welcome, everybody.
2: Hi. <laughs> Good
1: to see you. Um, before we get into our conversation with Michelina and Sergio, uh, we're going to listen to a track uh, by a hurdy-gurdy player named Etienne, and the tune he is playing is Palais. So let's have a listen to that. So that was uh, Etienne, and he was playing the tune Pelé, and this was one of the tunes that Mclena chose to feature in this podcast. So just to get us started, Mclena, why did you uh, choose that tune in particular?
2: Because I have it on my list of very tunes that I listen to very often. I have this, um, I, I've, I don't know why I chose them, I just really, really like them. So I have a few of the tunes that I've, I've been listening to them I don't know, some of them, like, even before I was playing the Hurdy Gurdy. So I have, like, this little playlist, and I just listen to them now and then, and it's one of them. So, yeah, the tunes that I chose for today are from this little playlist. So that's that's it.
1: <laughs> well, today, um, it'd be great to talk to you um, about your YouTube channel, uh, the work with your band, El Elvaiti, uh as well as your... Your hurdy gurdy um, luthier company, so yeah, um, mm-hmm. should be wonderful to hear about that. So, Sergio, what do you have uh, in regards to uh, topics and questions for McLena today? I
0: have lots of questions, <laughs> and awesome. special, obviously, uh obviously about the, the the new upload, which for me it's uh, revolutionary. <laughs> so maybe maybe we can talk about that later, but. First of all, yeah. I always like to ask uh, our people uh, here, our, our guests, uh, how did you get started with the instrument? I'm very curious. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I started uh, because I was a really, really big Elbati fan. I've okay. been listening to yeah, I've been listening to Elbati since I was like 17, and I always um, like. How they incorporated the hurdy-gurdy in their music. Basically, that was how I learned about the instrument itself because I didn't know it before. And, uh, after I believe two years of listening to them, I was, I was thinking to myself, because I was finishing my music school, uh, then when I was 19 and, um, I could, um, do something more, uh, musically instead of just going to school and preparing the usual material and everything. So I thought, I really, really want to play this instrument. And uh, I was fortunate enough to find a luthier in Poland, and I ordered one for myself, and I just um, started playing at home, and I taught myself how to play, because I had um, 12 years of musical education um, under my belt, so it was... Um, I would say ear training and stuff like this. It really, really helped me a lot. And then I started playing elevated tunes, and that's how I learned how to play.
1: What that's instrument nice. did you play before? What, what um,
2: was your- I played the classical flute and a little bit of piano. Okay. But mostly the flute, it was like 10 years for me. Wow. Okay, that's nice. And then uh,
0: after two or three years of, of playing, how is the transition, right, to from <laughs> fan, you know, from fan to, to player of, of your of your favorite band? That's awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was that was absolutely crazy. It was um, 2016 that I joined the band, and I started playing it in 2014. And um, yeah, it was absolutely crazy. I mean the story is unbelievable. I I just think about it almost every day <laughs> how it all happened and yeah it was just it was just incredible. So yeah, I've How basically, did it happen? Um well uh I've got a message one day from uh Kriggle on Facebook and I just thought and the message was something like I really, really enjoy your playing. It's great. Blah, blah, blah. Something, something. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Somebody took his picture for his prof, for their oh, profile. And they are just, you thought it was totally fake, right? Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought it was totally fake. So then I just uh, put my phone down and I forgot about it. And then, the same day in the afternoon, they announced the split with Anna and Ivo and Merlin. Oh. And then I started, um, you know, connecting the dots and I was like, holy. <laughs> 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 oh God. Okay. Okay. So how can I reply to this message now so that I have a chance to, you know, to, I don't know, help out? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just wrote that, um, that I'm really thankful for the message and that uh, if I can help in any way, then, uh, I'm open for that. And then we started exchanging emails, phone calls and stuff like that. And we did it for about one month. And then, um, I, I just flew for rehearsals in Switzerland. It was, it just happened in like one month. Oh, so we oh had three rehearsals and, um, I had the, the Elveity Herdy gurdy for like two rehearsals and then we played the first show. So it was all really, really fast and yeah, it happened really quickly.
0: <laughs> and it, it was also very nice for the band, I guess, because you, uh, as a fan, uh, you already knew all the repertoire, I suppose.
2: Yeah, yeah. Of I course. knew, I knew like 90% of the set list they yeah, sent me. <laughs> So that was also super cool for them, I believe.
0: <laughs> okay, so so uh you, you mentioned the the Elveiti Gurdi. I think they own mm-hmm. like an, an accento, right? By Sebastian Kildwell? Yeah. yeah yeah. The black uh, one, yes. The black one. Uh I don't know how, how did you get used to the to the instrument? Do you like it? Can you tell us a little bit uh, about it? hmm
2: Um so it was my first professional herdi to say that I could play. Because before that, I had my uh, little Herdy from, from Jan Malisch. And it was really nice for um for me to learn uh, because, for example, the keyboard was really, really light and it needed mm-hmm. just a little bit of pressure and it already played. So that was great. um But it I only had two melody strings in my first Herdy and then in this one, there's four. So it's like... <laughs> i I was not able to play it for the first i don't know half an hour because I didn't know how how hard I need to press it mm-hmm. and then of course the more you need to press the harder it gets to to play fast and it was just the whole story with um just learning how to operate this hurdy because the yeah the keyboard is um is quite heavy and also um it, it had different um um Trumpets and all of that. So mm-hmm. that was kind of um, shocking for me <laughs> <laughs> because it looked it looked pretty easy to play, right? I I looked at it on stage. It's easy, fun, cool, okay. And now I play it and I can't make it sound. Right. <laughs> so it get it me was, nervous,
0: like yeah, oh my yeah, god, yeah.
2: I cannot do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it was this first um really, really um expensive party that I that I ever played. And it was like two days before the show. So yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but okay. I I, yeah. I somehow made it work.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, that's super nice. And and how about your first show? Like uh, where was your first show? Do you remember it? Of course you remember it.
2: Yeah, it was in Germany. Uh, I think the festival was called, uh, Rockfels, something like this. And yeah, it was just, it was a mess. <laughs> 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 For me personally, it was absolutely a mess. And also we had some, um, some technical issues at the beginning. Oh my God. And yeah, it was just like everything all together the first half of the show was um not easy but we i i believe we made it work somehow of course um the stage presence was questionable like from me <laughs> because <laughs> i've never <laughs> yeah i never played a show like that before and i've never played in any band before that so it was just, but i just went for it i was like i was so um in, in a way, I was really confident about this show because I knew that people really, really love El Veithi because I used to be in these crowds at the show. So I was like, what can go wrong? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nothing
2: you can think, go wrong. This- you know the
0: tunes. great. Yeah. Like so come on, just rock it.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, I knew that, that people will, will like it because people just, the fans just love El Veithi, So I was like, yeah, I was, I, I will try to do my best. Uh, but I was, I, I felt pretty, um, safe, so to say, and, and not that stressed. Or Are maybe there, I was just shocked and I don't remember.
1: <laughs> Are there any recordings of that, uh, that on YouTube anywhere?
2: I think there is something on YouTube. Okay. So, yeah, it looks horrible. Down. <laughs> come on. Uh, just, yeah, I watched it. I mean, I, I didn't, I don't have, um, uh, a choice if i wanted to you know <laughs> to see how i look on stage and then learn how to behave i had to watch it and that was so i was like
0: <laughs> <laughs> well but that's a process and and now yeah, yeah. Years, uh, of course you developed uh, a lot more uh, stage presence and and so on and now i i bet you feel super comfortable on stage and you miss it uh, as well, so.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But the beginnings, it was just so painful to watch the videos. I was like, oh god, oh. <laughs> cringing so hard. Yeah, but as you said, it's a process, and you can learn it, and then it just comes naturally. So, what, all good now. <laughs> what was the
1: process of learning to get your rock and roll persona? How, how did how did you develop that? <laughs>
2: Do I have one? <laughs> okay. I still have. You're a rockstar, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like to think so as well. So, um, well, yeah, I just had to um, see myself from the outside. So I watched all the videos that I could, I could find of myself. And then I was just analyzing what looks good. Because sometimes... When you do something on stage, you feel, um, I mean, it feels nice to you and it feels um, cool. But then when you see it from the outside, it's, it's not that, yeah, maybe it's too much. Maybe it's, uh, it looks weird or whatever. Really? So it's
0: happened to me everywhere, really. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yes. So sometimes you're just like feeling it really, really hard and then you see it and it looks just cringy, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, it, it happens. So I was just watching this, and I was watching. Um, I was trying to find maybe some uh, women that play instruments in metal bands and just check out what they are doing, and yeah, just um, like figure out what can I do in each part of the song because I don't always play. We have uh, some parts when I just don't play, so it's like maybe standing around, maybe head banging, or yeah, just trying to not stand still on the stage. But yeah, it it took a lot of time and a lot of uh, shows and mm, just a lot of practice, even, even in front of the mirror at home. This mm-hmm. is really helpful as well. Or if, you, if you're um, brave enough, you can just record yourself at home and then watch yes. this. But it's like, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah.
0: So that, that's with the, with the live experience, but you also had uh, some recording experience with, with the band, of course. Uh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about it? Like how was um, the process and recording. so
2: on? Uh, yeah, so the first album I recorded with LV2 was Evocation 2. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been recording my parts in Poland uh, and we've uh, rented a studio for that and um, it it went pretty good, I would say. I just learned everything and then uh, like everything I had because we didn't have all the parts figured out by then. So I went to the studio for, like, four days. It was just intense recording every day from, from morning to, to late night sometimes. And, um, yeah, we had some, some. I mean, it was not that um, complicated. Um, I, I think on Evocation, we don't really have too many crazy parts for the heritage. And for our last album, Atechnatos, I went to Switzerland. Um, so I was recording with the, with everybody. I mean, everybody. We were just there in the studio. So everybody was just coming and going and we were working together on some parts again, like, like before. Some parts mm-hmm. were ready so I could learn at home. Some parts were just, uh, we were just developing and I was also, um, um, composing like okay, i was so i was participating just, in yeah. the
0: writing process of, of course. yeah
2: yeah so we when we were recording i was um improvising sometimes and just trying things out and some of that is on the album so that was really really cool okay. and i enjoyed it a lot it it was um i believe it was like three four days again for that so yeah really cool and um It it was really, um, I learned a lot because I had, um, I worked together with an audio engineer. So he was recording me and he had feedback and uh, Krigo had feedback and uh, people from the studio and I could just work with him together. So he was like, can you do this? Can you do that? Maybe we can try this out. And I was really um, like, I, I think I learned a lot just by recording with them. So that was amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very cool, and uh, <laughs> I bet you did not use the the accento, right? To record, did you use no, no, uh, something no. different, right?
2: Yeah, I was at this time. I was I was recording two, uh, like both of these albums with uh, tenor, by oh, the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the the accento, it, it, I mean, you can record with it, but it's it doesn't sound the best. Mm, it it's more—it's more like for like,
0: for a, a live uh, situation yeah, yeah, yeah. to prevent feedback. Because uh, for you guys that yeah. are listening to this, the accento by Hillsman—it's a solid body.
2: Yeah, yeah, so exactly. It's, it's
0: a pretty special uh, live uh, hardy Air quotes again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Sure. <laughs> I learned that word from from. <laughs> uh-huh,
2: uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's—it it has almost no resonance. Uh, so yeah, it's not the best to record in the studio. But it, if you if you are going for a really specific effect, then maybe. But mm, it it maybe it doesn't really fit Elveiti.
0: <laughs> it's more more as we said for a for a live uh, situation. Okay, okay. that that's, that that was a very nice story uh, from you and your your experiences in uh, in Elveiti. So maybe we can start talking a little bit about uh, your other uh, side, which is more uh, towards the instrument. Uh, building and and mm-hmm. and so on with with mm instruments yeah and sure. uh, this year wow you shocked us quite a lot and, <laughs> and uh, we we got this revolutionary uh, new model uh, by you yeah. guys the upload so maybe mm-hmm. you can uh, we, which we actually talk about the the last podcast podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> right ryan so uh, now that we have you, uh, maybe you can talk a little bit about the APLO and the Saphonas and, and so on. Mm-hmm. But let's, mm-hmm. let's focus on the APLO first.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. I've seen the, the last episode with uh, Scott. Uh, he sent it to us. And um, I just want to say that Scott has helped us um, immensely. Like we've, uh, we've been working together with him kind of on this model. Because we've, um, we just, uh, we had this idea for a little while now. So we've built, uh, the prototype for Upload and then we we're like, um, we should get some feedback. And I was talking, uh, with Scott already about it in December when we were on tour. So yeah, I met a few hardy players like you, Sergio, and, yes. <laughs> and I met Sam and Scott and yeah. And Adriana and San and all these people, and we were talking with Scott about it. So we were like, um, when we built the prototype, we were like, let's get feedback from from Scott because he has so many freaking instruments and like <laughs> like all connection. of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would say he he's, he has seen probably everything that a Herdy can have. So we just we just send one to him, and uh, yeah, he helped us a lot. So yeah, we he he just gave his expertise basically for for this model and um, yeah, it's, it looks and sounds like like it does thanks to him. So, thousand thanks to <laughs> Scott. yeah. <Lovely. laughs> and uh, yeah, um, the upload model is something that we we've been thinking about for a little while. Um, because we wanted to have something for beginners. Like, we wanted to have a herdy that when somebody sends us an email and asks, hey, I've never played, what should I do, what should I get?
3: Mm-hmm. We just
2: wanted to have this herdy to send it to him and we w- would be like, yeah, this is the the thing that you can rely on, right? And we wanted to make it as simple as possible um, and as beginner-friendly as possible. So there's not as many things that you can regulate by yourself. For example,
3: mm-hmm.
2: we try to um, set up the bridge as precisely as possible at the workshop. So then the person doesn't have to worry about it. Um, and, and just stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. And also we've been trying to figure out the design that would be um, attractive. But, uh, yeah, it would it can't uh, be too expensive in the same time because we want to keep it. We want to keep the price affordable. So yeah, it was just like, we could do this and this and figuring out what to do uh, in this price for po- at this price point And also, um, like what features should we get and so on and so on. So it was a little bit of a process and then we figured out that, um, yeah, we should build more definitely. And have them ready. So that was the idea to sell them in batches, and we were, yeah, we were just trying things out because mm-hmm. it, it was, um, I would say, I, I think this was the first time that a um, herdigan was mass manufactured, okay. so to say. And yeah. yeah, so we just built eight exactly the same. Um, And we just put them on the internet and then we waited. So, they sold out extremely fast. (laughs) I think they were gone in in about two hours. Oh, God. And then uh, the last batch that we just had last week, it was gone in three minutes. Okay. uh, Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, right now, we actually want to figure out a, a different way to sell them because we only have 10 and there is many more people interested and it yeah we we just have to figure out a different process of distributing them because if we just put them all on the website at the same time then some people are faster and some people are slower and they don't mm. realize that we have them out or they didn't have time to read the email or and it just um it, it I feel like it doesn't really work that well so we tried this option and then now we are thinking about how to just, um, um, yeah, how to sell them in more, like, I don't know, in a way that will be just more fair, so to say. I don't know.
1: Mm, maybe, you could, we, maybe you could have like yeah. a lottery. You have people right there. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Pick out 10 and then that's who gets it. I mean, I don't think you can make it any more fair than that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we are, we are just uh, thinking about this right now. But we will continue building them and we have the plan to have uh, 10 per month available as soon as possible. So I think it's going to work out. And then we would like to have them available just on the regular basis. Like you can just go to the store, click it, buy it, done. But right now it's not possible for us. And um, I mean, the X stock option, this is not really realistic for us right now. So we will work on that and we will work towards that. Um But yeah, until then, we just want to um provide the instrument for as many people as, like, whoever needs it, then they can just get it and try it out if they like it and maybe then get more into it and just, yeah, figure out their way into playing. So,
1: <laughs> so do you have, like, a... A group of elves back there making these things.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we definitely have some elves in the basement. <laughs> so yeah, literally, we have the workshop in the basement in our um, under our flat, and there is uh, there's actually two workshops working together, and one is is one workshop is like five people I think, and the other one is around ten. So it's just like we, we've developed into a small company right now that employs around 10 people, I would say. Wow. So I think this is, this is also a really, really cool um, aspect of, of building herdies because we created a workplace that is really um, like if, if somebody's interested in lute theory and building instruments and just working with tools and stuff like that, I think this is really a nice opportunity for them to work and to get some experience. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I also like this part about building <laughs> the Hades. It <is. laughs>
0: it's, it's lovely. And, and, and you are like supplying this, 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 this gap that was really open, right? In the in the market, yeah. like a, a really affordable instrument that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is, so yeah. Yeah,
2: that, was, that was the plan. So if somebody asks about the beginner Gertie, you can just link them this and it's like, um, you can rely on it. That was our plan,
0: too. yeah. Lovely, lovely. And then you have the other side of the of the MM instruments which is the Safona yeah uh, we uh, is it like since uh, one or one or two years ago right that that you uh, are developing this um,
2: almost two years now almost yeah. almost two
0: and uh, it also has been b- very successful and then mm-hmm. me myself i have like uh, Four students with, with Safonas now. Yeah. And yeah. I hear really from happy. them a
2: lot. And oh. I, I've, <laughs> yeah, I have emails like now and then. Like I've have, I've been having lessons with Sergio and la <laughs> la And we've been trying this and that. And, and we also have the group for. Safona players and for Apple players, and they are and they are writing posts like I've learned this with Sergio, and oh thinking, my
3: God, I didn't know yeah. this
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 and and it's I think this is really really super cool um like many many of our customers are learning with you. So. <laughs> oh my God. Great. <laughs> <laughs> <Right.
0: laughs> lovely, lovely. So, uh, this is also interesting. Like, you are building a little uh, community of, uh, of, uh, MM instruments uh, players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. there, uh, people can share experiences, uh, I, I suppose. And, and yeah. Uh, things that they tried and things that work or, yeah, it's, 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 uh, also very nice.
1: Can I ask a, a quick question about the, uh, sure. the Apollo? Um, mm-hmm. so, how sturdy is this instrument in regards to like uh humidity changes and those sorts of things is this something that you could easily take out you know and and and, and go through you know play outside a little bit and come inside or or is it also very sensitive as well uh,
3: does
1: that uh, question
3: make sense?
2: yeah it does definitely and we tried to make it as not sensitive as possible <laughs> okay. so uh yeah we used for for the body for example we didn't use wood we used plywood Ply is very stable of course yeah <laughs> it's it's super stable and it doesn't like it doesn't um, it doesn't react as much to the weather so yeah we went for this for example and otherwise i think uh, from what i heard from uh, from scott it's pretty stable in extreme temperatures because they had the really warm summer and yeah, there was some rain as well and stuff like that. So yeah, we also did um like we impregnated the keyboard in a, in a special way so that it doesn't so that the the, the keys don't expand as much if they Ooh, are exposed this, this to humidity. Interesting. Yeah, so we've been working with this kind of uh, like enhancements so it's as stable as possible. As easy to use as possible like out of the box you can just play it so that was our goal and mm-hmm. we are improving everything like we are improving the features from like from one batch to the next one we are just doing more and more and same for Sapona, mm-hmm. we are just uh, trying different things and trying to improve the sound and playability and yeah it's just a constant process of improving and, and nice. developing yeah
0: that's very nice. I, I would love to hear this from every every good luthier in the world, right? Like, don't stop researching. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, keep, yeah. Keep experimenting. You know, keep adding features and 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 make more, make it more stable. Make it sound better, better and better. Don't get yeah, used exactly. to, to what you have, <laughs> right? And just uh, say this is lovely, really.
2: <laughs> yeah. Nice. <Thanks>. Thank you. <laughs> so
0: maybe uh, we can hear uh, the second tune, Ryan. Yes, and that will be from Thierry Nouat. Did I pronounce that correctly? I think so. Thierry, Thierry, Thierry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We don't know Thierry Nouat. We love you, but <laughs> we don't know how to pronounce your name. Sorry, you have to <laughs> come here to the podcast and show us how to do it.
3: Yes. Yeah, exactly.
0: I, I believe the tune is called La Course à la
1: Vie. Um, again, my French. I, I'm. I'm actually planning on learning French so I can go to that okay. festival in France. Oh, let's uh, continue. Yeah. Uh-huh. But for now, I don't know it. So let's go ahead and have a listen to uh, to theory, and um, we'll be right back. Just got done listening to Theory and What, um, uh, and we're going to take some time to talk to Michalina uh, about her YouTube presence and, and what she's doing there. Well, wait before we get into that, I have a quick question for you. What, what made you choose um, Morrison's Jig?
2: Um, it was actually uh, my husband's idea because he really likes it. It's his favorite uh, Celtic tune, so we just took it and yeah, okay. and we did our own arrangement for it and I think it's really epic I actually agree this is one of my favorites too. the, the <laughs> tune itself yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I mean that, that yeah I used to play in a band and I played guitar and we played mm. that tune and just loud like that <laughs> and um, we also added a, a tune called farewell to Wally range so if uh-huh. you ever hear farewell to Wally range it is awesome with with uh, okay
2: <laughs> okay cool I will I will remember that <laughs>
0: Sergio, take it away. Okay. <laughs> so, it actually, your, your, your whole story with Elveity and so on, I, I guess it started with uh, you uh, being present in, in YouTube and uploading yeah. some covers, some really nice covers. Uh, mm-hmm. I was aware of you <laughs> when I started. Ah! Also. <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> and uh, it was pretty pretty nice. You you were like uh, playing some Elveity covers and also mm-hmm. some other metal uh, bands because obviously you are a metal fan. So yeah. maybe you can talk uh, a little bit about uh, how did the YouTube um, thing started and and how did uh, how did it um, evolve until mm-hmm. now? Which you, like, of course, we saw some really nice produced videos like the Witcher Pirates of the Caribbean and and so on. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it was a, a a big a big uh, thing since since you started. So maybe we can talk about that.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I started my YouTube channel uh, in 2014, so it was not long after I I started playing, and I just I was just looking for Elvati covers on hurdy-gurdy on YouTube, and I didn't find any. So I was just like thinking to myself, well, I I should start recording. <laughs> I do it. Okay. And just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can do it, of course. And uh, it was just for fun, but because I just love. This music and I was super into it, and I was um, I was really um, into um, like figuring out the melodies in the songs and stuff like that because there's not really too much of uh, transcriptions for for elevated songs and especially for the folk uh, part, and sometimes the hurdy gurdy is a little bit low in the mix. So, it depends. So, I was just spending hours and hours figuring this out and trying to learn it. And that was really, uh, really fascinating for me. And then I thought I I could start playing different music. Like, I could start playing metal music because the, I I thought that some riffs could sound really cool on the Hurdy Gurdy. Because, okay. because it's like... I think my first metal song was the Lamb of God cover. Oh, that that one, it, that one got
0: lots of views. I, I remember. Yeah,
2: and it was just it fits so so well to the hurdy. I remember practicing it, and it was just translating so well to the hurdy gurdy, and I I really really enjoyed it. And I was thinking about if I should post it because I was like, yeah, if people will even like it if, if they listen to Elvati from me then will they like this one but it was just yeah <laughs> I posted it anyway and it was um, it was a really good decision to post <laughs> and uh,
0: lovely we need yeah. we need Amon Amar to call you and and just do some collaboration
2: <laughs> like- yeah
0: so if yeah, you and yeah. Martha are listening to this Hardy Garden podcast, just call me Helena. Yeah, <laughs> or
2: Lamb of God. If Lamb of God. Was I mean, I mean, Am- I meant Lamb of God. I meant
0: Lamb of God, not Amola. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I'm open for collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and then I think um, I've posted a few more covers, but it it was taking me a really long time to learn it to learn it because it's difficult. Um it's difficult stuff because I, I've been just learning the whole song, the riffs, the solos and everything. So it took me months to prepare it. And then I was just, I I had no idea about recording stuff. So it, it was all really primitive. And I was just recording with, um, it was actually a camera that had the audio oh. recorder built in. Okay. So I was recording <laughs> recording with this. So I had to get as much of the song um, as possible. So I had to like learn it almost perfectly, and then record as much as possible, and then put it together somehow. I was using Audacity, mm-hmm. this this freeware, <laughs> free free software for for. Um, well, it's kind of like a DAW, I think.
0: It's like, definitely really a DAW. Song. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. So I was using this, and it was taking me so much time and to learn and then to record and then <laughs> to put it together. And yeah, it was just so much time. And then when I joined the band, I stopped posting videos for like two years or something like this because I don't know why. You were busy. <laughs> I was busy, but I also didn't. Think about it that much anymore (laughs) so I just left it there and I came back to recording videos in in, um, 2018 I think yeah and then then I I, have been recording some more covers and some Elvati related stuff and yeah some some medleys like the riff uh, thing Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it actually, um, like the, my most popular video right now is this, is this, um, riff thing, the first video, uh, of this series. And, um, I had no idea that it, w- it would be so popular. Like <laughs> I just, <Okay. laughs> I was just, I just posted it because I thought this is a fun idea and it would be cool for YouTube because it's like a mashup or of different things and it would be nice. But I didn't really expect it to be so popular. And yeah. <laughs> yes, I,
0: this is 10 iconic guitar riffs, paid on the Hardy Garden. Yeah. And it exactly. was when you hit the 10k uh, subscribers. Actually. Yeah,
2: it was. It was. So uh, that was really cool. But I have no, I, I had no idea that it would be so popular. And I actually, uh, to be honest, it's not my favorite video that I have. And it's the most popular one. So I'm like, every day I'm like, God, why? <laughs> why this one? Why this one? Because this it happens. has... This happens. Yeah, I, I'm really not um, too happy with how the Herdy sounds in this video, really. Yeah, no, it's just like, because we were experimenting with the sound and we just recorded the sound straight from the pickups. So we didn't have any microphone involved. And it was just straight straight from the pickups. Then we put a ton of effects on it and it was just like, I would do it differently right now. If I would record it one more time, I would do that differently. But for now it is what it is (laughs) and yeah.
0: It's, it's, it's lovely. And I just check it. You, you have 1.5 million views of that, vi- on that video. eh? Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. God. It's really strange because it's almost the only one from my channel that it just goes, uh, <laughs> somehow the views go up and then it goes down again. And it's quite, and then it spikes it. up again. I it just
0: know. went viral. So, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Ah,
0: yeah. And uh, it was also very fun when you made the, mm. the Witcher video.
2: Yeah, that was super cool. I actually really enjoyed that outfit. It was really, really nice. <laughs>
0: was, it, was it, like, really heavy or what?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh. a real chain mail. Hey. It Ooh. was from my brother. He helped me out because he likes to play LARPs and stuff like that. So he just helped me out, and we bought a sword for this. Uh, oh, for this. specifically. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I just... I just really liked the uh, the intro uh, song from the from from The Witcher, and it already had a hurdy gurdy, but it it was a little bit too little of hurdy gurdy, so we just did it for the like only for the hurdy, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I liked this video a lot. It was okay. really fun to make. You also, and, rec-
0: yes, yeah. Oh, on, go.
2: Uh, I just want to say that we will probably do more. Videos like this, maybe some some like movie soundtracks and <coughs> ah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's so cool. I I really like the 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 place where you shot the video, like the that mm-hmm. that castle and and so on. It was mm-hmm. very very nice, very beautiful. And you also have like a behind the scenes uh, yeah. video that you guys can can check on on Mihalina's uh, YouTube channel, which yeah. is uh, actually her name, Michalina Malish. So that's, yeah. Go, go to YouTube and, and just type that.
2: Yeah, come have a look.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and subscribe. And also, I never say this, but you guys need to subscribe to our channel <laughs> also. Because no yeah. one subscribed yet. And you guys <laughs> need to do it.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, do it.
0: <laughs> Am I right or not, Ryan? <laughs> no one subscribes.
2: What happens?
0: <laughs> come on. We, we... <laughs> I think we all find it on
1: Facebook and then
0: they know it's just going to be posted again so they don't worry uh, about it. Ay, ay. Hi. So come on. Uh, the subscribe button right now. Go, go, <laughs> and just the uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, one of the videos I really liked on on your channel, McLena, uh, was the video um, dealing with uh, making the hurdy gurdy your own. Mhm. Um,
2: the interview with yeah. Anna.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was that was great because you know a, a lot of times when I when I'm learning the hurdy gurdy, I'm, I'm trying to imitate someone else or something. Mm. So. Um, you know, people can go and watch that. But for people who are listening to to this podcast, um, when it comes to making the hurdy gurdy your own, you know, how, how how do you approach that? Can you just re- remind us of that a little bit?
2: M- me personally.
0: You personally, yeah. Uh,
2: well, I just play whatever I want.
0: it's a simple it's a simple uh, response totally
2: (laughs) yeah I mean how can you make it your own you can play the music that you yourself enjoy on this instrument and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but you just um, you just experiment and try different things and it can be really uh, rewarding I would say if if it works then it's really it's a really nice um Nice feeling. But of course, um, there's also some theory to be learned, right? We, like with every instrument, you need to learn this and this and that and stuff like that. Theory <laughs> and the, the, the proper technique of everything. This is like, like, there's not, no way around it, I would say but also there is a lot of room for experimenting and with traditional instruments like Gerdy, if you play some metal on it or if you play something like different genres it can be really cool because it it, it was not really um done before that much i would say it it was uh, like there was there were different experiments um but yeah right now it there is like plenty of room for that so, yeah, I would just say go for that. If you like a song, then try to play it. And um, do, yeah. do you find
1: that you talked a lot about how you spent a lot of time learning music, uh, learning tunes that you liked. You, you learned the mm-hmm. solos, you learned the riffs, learned everything, and it took a long time for you to get it all right. Do you find mm-hmm. that really helped you just become a better hurdy-gurdy player in general, spending that amount of time figuring that kind of stuff out?
2: Uh, well, definitely because it just, um, uh, like as a consequence of that, I was just playing in every spare moment that I had. So Mm. it was my main, uh, thing that I was doing besides school. And yeah, because I was back then at this time, I was finishing school and I was starting my studies. So beside of that, I was just playing. Mm, Yeah. And, um, and figuring out these different riffs and stuff like that. So it was, it definitely helped uh, in a sense that uh, I was just spending a lot of time with the instrument. So definitely, it helped me a lot.
1: Was there any particular part of the instrument that you? So you know you, you played flute and I think you said you played piano. Was there any part yeah. of learning it that, that that kind of you had a little bit of a a, a hiccup on or, or you didn't you didn't quite get as easily something you had to work on more than than
0: others? Well, of
2: course, yeah. It's a trumpet. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so
0: specific that that yeah. you don't go for it if you if you are not studying the the, the trumpet in in the Hardy, Hardy you you don't have anything, right? It's it's like yeah yeah,
2: yeah. exactly. This is it. Like, it's, 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 un, it's, there's no other thing like this. No, no. other <laughs> instrument. So, you just have to kind of, um, uh, deal with that. And it's not easy at the beginning. It's frustrating as hell. And it's just, um, well, yeah. And also on my first Herdy, the, the trumpet mechanism, it was not perfect. So, mm. sometimes I had to, like, it was, like, I could not really learn the technique properly I, I don't really know. I don't remember how it how it was. I think there was something um that was getting loose on the herdy. Ooh. I don't remember. So but I was trying and I was I was trying to learn that um and it's getting better. Uh it's it's still not my um like my strongest uh how do you say like it's not my strong suit? Yeah, I would don't say wait. so. I I have to constantly work on it and it's um it doesn't come easy so I'm like, "Oh, I don't want to practice it." <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, but pretty pretty. but I do and I try to get better and I I had some lessons and I'm practicing this. So, yeah, hopefully like it will come together with the melody and everything. So, yeah, that's my goal at the moment to learn playing the melody and the trumpet. Really well at the same time because it's not easy. It's my like it's my biggest challenge. Well, uh, in, when in the band
1: setting, you can't really hear it as well, though, right? I mean, it's not necessarily yeah. as as obvious when you're playing with with a band. Is that right? Yeah,
2: it basically never happens in elvedi that uh, the melody is played in the same time with the trumpet. Okay. We just use it separately because of the um, because of the uh, setting of the band. We have so many instruments. Uh, that we have to kind of separate uh, the the melodies from the rhythm and yeah it's a pity sometimes but mm-hmm. um i guess this is how how it works in elevati and yeah
0: in elevati and mostly in in metal we were talking with yeah. this uh, we were talking with Sam i think uh, mm-hmm. about this on the on the last podcast that we recorded with Sam we were talking about the the um, that that it's it's not really easy like to fit the the hardy guardy with the full capabilities I- inside of a of a metal band straight away. Yeah. Uh, obviously, because metal is mostly tonal. Eh? It's like chord changes and and so on. And it's yeah, difficult yeah. to to have the, the, the drones and the trumpet constantly going on on the on the on the same um, note, right? So yeah, this is, absolutely. This is uh, something that we were uh, talking about, that normally you put hardy-gardy into metal and that <laughs> it would be very nice to hear some metal that you put around the, mm-hmm, the gurdy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah definitely. It's, 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 a, it's a good idea to be re- realized, <laughs> 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 I think.
1: Do, well, do okay. you have any uh, solo work or solo projects uh, in your mind?
2: Uh, yeah, definitely. I I was um thinking about it a lot uh like I've just started recently like a few months ago because you know right now I have a lot of time to think yeah. about it because we don't play <laughs> any shows and uh yeah I will definitely start doing some solo work
1: what, what, would it, um, what would it be like? I mean, what genre, would it be the same genre as like El- El- or, or do you have other, other ideas in that regard?
2: Well, I'm not really sure at the moment. I, like right now, I'm thinking about Celtic music, um, mm-hmm. but maybe more like just for the Herdy
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, alone. Um, I'm not sure yet. I'm working on that and I'm trying to gather some ideas. And also, yeah, like, like, try to, to figure out the concept for that. But, um, yeah, I was not interested in doing solo recording and solo work, but, um, I think it would be, um, it would be really interesting. And I just feel like now is the moment to start. Sure, sure, <laughs> I, sure. Yeah. I was not, I was not into that before. Uh, but maybe it was because i was in the band and i was also studying at the same time so i had like no time left mm-hmm. and now that i have more time and i also uh, don't study anymore and i work at mm instruments this is this is my job besides of the band um i really want to uh look into that and try to record some solo stuff maybe Lovely. yeah
1: Lovely. Oh, okay. I'd, I'd love, to, love to hear the the Celtic. I mean, the Celtic music. That's my
2: yeah. That's my yes. That's, that's I'm right, trying
1: lovely. to do it, and everyone tells me I'm crazy. So if you do it, then everyone will be say it's all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Come
0: on. <laughs> Come on. Yes, we, we are looking forward to to that. And uh, yeah, I, I want to ask you something because. Mm-hmm. I I I also saw that uh, interview you did with Anna, and that got me thinking a little bit about. And maybe we can ask this to to everyone that comes to the to the podcast. Can you tell us your uh, three? I, I say three. You can you can say more. But your 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 three favorite um, gurdy players from from now, or, or the ones that uh, influenced influenced you the the most. Obviously, Anna mm-hmm. is one of them. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Anna was the first one, so, um, it, it, I just have an enormous sentiment for, for the, for LVT music and for her as a player. So I also listen to a lot of Cellar Darling mm-hmm. and I really like it. So that's definitely, um, something cool. Otherwise, I think, uh, Thierry, um, ah, Thierry.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Uh, he, I, I just watch his videos almost every day. <sighs> so too bad that he doesn't have more because I, I just watch um, uh, the like the the few videos that he has. But I, I watched a lot and I just uh, admire him a lot and his style of playing and also uh, Guillaume, I believe, uh, is how his name is pronounced. Y- Guillaume Desk? Desk? Yeah, Desk. exactly. Yeah like i do i need to say more no right? no no no, no. <laughs> because yeah it's it's all the like the coolness of the herdy and just his uh, music is really um, really really cool and in the same um, at the same time a little bit traditional and really in- innovative and also the way um, in which he plays the herdy gurdy as a whole like Using different strings for different effects, and it's this is really inspirational, I think. Um, that would be the the, the three, I think.
0: That's lovely, yeah. Lovely. Okay, so maybe it's time to have a, a listen on the third uh, tune, Ryan. What do you think?
1: Yes, that's good. So, we'll, um, <clears throat> we'll head out with let's see, where did it go? I had it here, I might have to edit this part. <laughs> so, <laughs> This is um Constance Klinsky and uh, this was recommended by Michalina and I need to figure out what this tune is. Does anyone know what, what this what this tune is? Do you know what it is, Michalina?
2: I I actually don't know. Okay. Maybe it's her own. Okay. Mm.
0: Well, I will I will I will uh, uh, no idea. Yes, This was on. a video of her trying uh, an instrument by Sebastian Hildman, Yeah, right? yeah. Yes. Sebastian. Okay. All okay, right. Okay, okay. Um well, so before
1: we, we listen to this, uh, again, Sergio, wonderful to have you. McLena, it's really a thank pleasure. <laughs> honored to have you on the channel. And on this thank podcast. you so much
2: for inviting it was me. Nice. It, was, it was great. It was fun.
1: Yeah, it was great getting to <laughs> know you a little bit better, and um, I really appreciate it. So thank you all for being here.
2: Yeah, yeah. thank you. Thank you so much, so well.
1: <laughs> all right. So uh, this is Constance Kalinske, and this is the end of our Ready Gertie podcast. <laughs>